0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, October 20th, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. A Juno fisherman and his two dogs are safe after being rescued by the Coast Guard in Freshwater Bay about 18 miles southeast of Huna Tuesday morning. A Mayday call from the 33-foot vessel Bailey Bay was received by Coast Guard headquarters in Juneau shortly before 5 a.m. The Bailey Bay's skipper, Robert Johnson, reported that the boat was taking on water and that he was the lone person aboard besides his two dogs. That was the last call Johnson was able to make from the Bailey Bay. Coast Guard personnel from Station Juno. Air Station Sitka and the cutter Douglas Denman responded to the call. Several vessels in the area also heard the call, and they were able to help the Coast Guard narrow down the search area. A helicopter from Air Station Sitka located Johnson on the beach in Freshwater Bay. He was wearing a survival suit and signaling the helicopter with a handheld flare. In a news release, Lieutenant Trevor Lehman with the Sector Juno Command Center said that the help of other mariners, plus Johnson's own preparedness, contributed to the rescue. All these factors allowed us to do our job in an efficient manner to bring the man and his dogs safely home. Home, he said. The Bailey Bay, a 33-foot fiberglass fishing vessel, was located by the crew of the Douglas Denman, who arrived on scene and found it submerged. The Douglas Denman launched a small boat crew to inspect the wreckage and reported that the vessel was producing a small sheen. The Bailey Bay reportedly has less than 75 gallons of diesel fuel on board and is currently sunk in 30 feet of water with minimal sheening. The vessel owner plans to conduct salvage operations. The cause of the incident is currently under investigation. You can see photos of the rescue operation on our website, kcaw.org. Pursuit of a 2023 Sitka Health Summit goal kicks off this weekend with a Child Care Awareness Fair. Earlier this fall, the Health Summit set two goals for 2023, to improve local elder services and facilities, and to create sustainable and affordable child care in Sitka. Carrie Sagal and Annette Evans are organizing the fair. Sagal says the event's purpose is twofold.
1: At the very least, what it is is an opportunity for families to come have some fun. There will be an open gym, a toddler gym, craft activities, snacks. But that's not the main purpose. While the children are having a good time, we'd like the adults to kind of wrestle with the idea of childcare. Maybe you need information about licensing or maybe you need information about Wuchin or Betty Eliason or Sheldon Jackson childcare. care. Um, you can come there. There will be tables. People will be giving out information.
0: Although child care has been a chronic problem in Sitka, it is especially acute now. Annette Evans is the director of the Ventures After School Program at Baranoff Elementary. She recently had to cut her enrollment by half due to a lack of staff. Evans says child care is a problem with broad economic implications. Well, being a child care center director for 15 plus years, the child care crisis has been my way of life for a long time. So it's not a new idea at all to me. Um but I think the pandemic definitely exacerbated things and, and highlighted that one, childcare is essential to our economy and two, we can't get people to come back to work because of child care or lack of child care and also coming back to work in the childcare field because it just doesn't pay enough. Carrie Sagel says they'll be collecting ideas for one-year and five-year solutions to Sitka's childcare needs, and outside organizations and childcare advocacy groups like Thread Alaska will also be at the event to provide resources. Sagal says the solutions already exist, from state or federal support to employee subsidies and childcare stipends.
1: Child care doesn't pay for itself. It's not doesn't fit in the market economy. There has to be support of child care, but there has to be solutions outside of the daycare. The daycare itself can't just charge more and uh, solve the problem.
0: The Child Care Awareness Fair will kick off on Saturday, October 22nd from 10 to noon at Blatchley Middle School. You can listen to the full interview with organizers on our website at kcaw.org. Community members in Ketchikan came together this weekend to celebrate Filipino American History Month at the second annual Philam Festival. As KRBD's Eric Stone reports, the event, which took place at the local high school, recognizes the contributions and history of Filipino Americans in Southeast Alaska.
2: <speaking> in <Spanish> Ten-year-old Zofia Volkman opened the festival with a performance of a Philippine national anthem on stage in the high school's auditorium. High schooler Logan Merrill followed it up with a performance of the Star-Spangled Banner on the violin. Then comes around of speeches. The superintendent, both of Ketchikan's mayors, plus some other political figures, including featured guest speaker Congresswoman Mary Paltola.
0: I stand here today and say with great confidence that Filipino Americans helped build Alaska. And they continue to build Alaska from our hospitals to our factories, our armed forces, and to our real estate markets. To put it simply, the history of the Filipino American experience in Alaska is the history of Alaska itself, and it should never be forgotten.
2: They'll tell jokes about a friend of hers who was born and raised in the Clinket village of Yakutat.
0: When they went to college at UCLA, they realized for the first time that um, adobo was not a Clinkett dish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> out in the Commons, political figures are all over the place. Lieutenant Governor candidates Heidi Dragas and Jessica Cook, Lisa Murkowski, Aide Sheriff klein and State House candidates Dan Ortez and Jeremy Bynum are out shaking hands ahead of the November 8th general election.
0: I love the fact that they're coming to our table, and that it and truly our table. are you can see and smell the food.
2: Alma Parker helped put the event together. She says boosting voter engagement in the Filipino community is one of her goals as head of the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition's Samasama Tayo program.
0: That's how I propose this um, invite: is let let you come to us as a. a an opportunity to hear our voices in our own space around our own people versus us coming to you in a space that is community-wide.
2: Sama Sabatayo is a grant-funded initiative that aims to improve health care for Filipinos in Ketchikan. And there are some booths you might expect from a health-focused program. Peace Health KetchCan is offering blood pressure checks, the local public health office is running a vaccination clinic, another nonprofit has a booth with resources for children with learning disabilities. But Parker says health isn't just about what shows up on a medical chart.
0: Health is mind, body, and soul, and our culture is part of that.
2: And it's around everywhere you look, even in the air. The smell of Filipino dishes like lumpia and adobo and pancit and more. Danielle Rodriguez is working one of the booths.
1: Cucina ni mel, which, is, which means Mel's Kitchen. Oh. Yeah, this is Mel. <laughs>
2: Cucina Nimel has been popular. We're not even midway through the festival and they sold out a chicken adobo. Rodriguez says she's glad folks are enjoying the food.
1: We want to share our culture and our food with people, and I think food is like the best way to share that.
2: I take a bite of some sisig. It's deep-fried pork belly with garlic, onions, ginger, and a citrus fruit called calamansi. Mmm. Oh, goodness. That is good. But there's much more than food. There's Filipino trivia. There's blackout bingo. On one side of the commons, there's a rack hanging a few feet off the floor. It's decorated in red, white, blue, and yellow, the colors of the Philippines' flag. It's strung up with streamers and candy. It's called a puppy teen. It's kind of like a Filipino pinata, except instead of swinging a stick at a paper mache animal, you're jumping to grab hold of one of the goodies dangling from the structure. Children gather around. On a balcony high above, a man jerks the puppy teen up and down, and the kids grab for goodies. Carabidee had a booth too. We set up a mic with a list of questions, and we got a few takers. Hi, my name is Frederick and I'm 28 years old. Um, my name is Ryan McHale and I am 27.
0: Hello, my name is Gran Echohawk and I am a youthful 47.
2: Phil Am to me is being able to enjoy and share my Filipino culture in an open environment. Uh, I think it's important to celebrate heritage, to keep culture and tradition alive for future generations. So
0: it uh, gives all of the rest of us uh, that um, are not of Filipino descent an opportunity to learn about uh, Filipino history, culture, foods.
2: I wish more people knew um, more about how and why our community is as diverse as it is and sort of the history of that. And uh, one thing I wish uh, more people knew is how delicious Lumpy are. Over at another booth, pediatrician Charlie Jose has a table with an array of photo prints. So my booth here is um, a gallery of my photos that I took in the Philippines this summer. Here's a photo with a dragon fruit orchard. Another features a bunch of bananas hanging outside his family's home. If you've ever tasted a banana in the Philippines and you taste a banana in the U.S., it'll never be the same experience. He says he's glad to have this space to celebrate Filipino history and culture, especially for younger people. It's hard to reconnect with your roots in the Philippines if you've lived primarily here um, and you also lose some of that culture when you immigrate. I'm an immigrant myself and I know that I've lost some of my culture uh, so it's nice to reconnect in different ways and this is the perfect opportunity to do that. Ketchikan High School Philam Club President Zarina Cabillo agrees. The kids here don't really know anything about the culture because they grew up here and having this festival is just really 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 good for them so they have a idea of what our childhood was. She says she'd like to see more people learn the Filipino language Tagalog and become certified as translators. Reporting in Ketchikan, I'm Eric Stowe.
0: I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Thursday, October 20th, 2022. Today, rain likely. Cloudy with a high near 51. South wind around 10 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 70%. New precipitation amounts between a quarter and a half an inch possible. Tonight, rain. Low around 42. South wind 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 90%. New precipitation amounts between a quarter and a a half of an inch possible you're tuned into your community radio station raven radio kcaw in sitka good morning